Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode in the year 2023. I am so excited to have you all here and thank you again for joining us in this brand new year. Wow, 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 guys. I don't even know how to start because I can't believe it's 2023. Like, like, wow, I feel like the years go faster and it's just like adulthood is just, is very interesting. Anyways, welcome, 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 guys. I'm so excited to have you all join us. And with me today in the studio is the amazing Alexandria K. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alex, for joining me today. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Um, yeah, pretty good day. Very nice weather. Can't really complain. And uh, yeah, excited to be here with my friend Ruth. <laughs> Should be good. How's your year going? Uh, the 27 days that have passed. <laughs> 28. Pretty good, I'd say. Um, yeah, it's been, it's already a month, I guess. It's been yeah. crazy. Um, but overall, pretty good. Good time with the family back in uh, the holidays and now uh, weekend, the school year. So pretty busy, yeah, as you know, mm-hmm. but pretty good, I'd say. That's overall. good. Yeah. What's one thing you're looking for th- forward to this year? One thing I'm looking forward to? Wow. Um, I think... Quite a few things I've kind of applied to, you know. Yes. So it would be good to hear results from mm-hmm. them, I think. Applied for a study abroad in England. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Yeah, that would be pretty fun to uh, do if I get in. And then also, yeah, the summer, you know, what I'm going to do there. Um, whether it's an internship or something like that. I think that will be fun. I think it will be a discerning experience, yes. you know, to mm-hmm. figure out what I want to do, what I don't want to do. So I think uh, those things primarily... Very, very exciting. Thank you for sharing. So today, I'm glad you mentioned family because today we're going to be talking about how Mm. our relationships impact our health, you know. Very important. Yes, I think this is very important and I think that it's something we might not think about a lot, you know. I feel like we think about, you know, how our our diet affects our health, you know, how exercise affects our health. But how do our relationships affect our health. And so, you know, Alex and I are not experts um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the area of relationships. But I think that we thought it would be a very important topic to consider, Um, you know, because we're starting the new year. And instead of doing a topic on consistency, which we've already done, we thought Mm -hmm. to talk about something that many of us might not be thinking about. Yeah. So, to start off, Alex, I'm going to throw a question to you and say, for you, what do you consider as a healthy relationship? You know, like personally, like this is Tough not question. like a definition thingy, but like for you in, in your life, what does a healthy relationship look like? It's a very tough first question. <laughs> um, but uh, healthy relationships, right? Yes. Uh, what does it look like for me? Yeah, I think honesty is pretty key mm-hmm. and sincerity. Yes. Being able to be frank and candid with um, your friend or whoever the person you're having a relationship with might be. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty important. Um, you know, you don't want to hide things. And uh, yeah, it's good to be sincere, I think. And uh, also their reaction as well, you know. You don't want them to be 
hurt or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I think ideally the relationship is where, you know, you can be candid and they'll accept that uh, candor. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So yeah, I think that's really important. And I think honestly, healthy relationships needn't to be with people who you're the closest with. Actually, mm-hmm. this might be a bit of a radical statement. No, that's no, you know I think saying, that's though? true, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, obviously you have your close friends, you know, and uh you know who they are. But also you have friends kind of in the periphery, you know. Not really in the periphery, but maybe less close than your closest friends. Mm-hmm. And um I think it's actually kind of useful to know what you expect from that those peripheral relationships, you know what I mean? Yes. Cuz you know you're not like closest friends, but at the same time you, you know you like each other and you know your friends and uh, you know that you like hanging, hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. But I think being on the same page with the other person in that relationship is actually pretty important, you know. So yes. you don't have different views about the same relationship because that can cause friction and misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That no, that was very good to point out because um in a few minutes I'll even be talking about like levels of, you know, relationships before we go into the connection with our health, right? Yeah. But you know, before I go into that, I wanted to say what you said really stuck with me about mm-hmm. honesty and all of that. And for me, it's very similar. For me, a healthy relationship is one where there's mutual respect, you know. And there's honesty, there's communication. For me, communication is super important because if we're not communicating well, then there's a lot that could go wrong, you know. And whether it's my roommate or someone I'm taking a class with or someone I'm working with, mm-hmm. I feel like whatever the relationship is, communication is always important. Even if it's a team, like, I don't know any relationship that communication is not important in, whatever yeah. the relationship is. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think for me, it's a healthy relationship is one where communication is, you know, prioritized and there's yeah. mutual respect and there's honesty. And just like you said, you no, know, everyone is trying to like, the one party is trying to understand the other party, right? Trying to be on the same page rather mm-hmm. than like, as you mean, different things about the relationship. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think communication doesn't necessarily have to be something that reveals something about yourself okay now i'm being a bit too philosophical but the point is (laughs) saying that you're thinking about the relationship yes is communication as well you know what i'm saying yes it's better to say that i'm thinking about the next step or where we are at right now is better than not saying anything at all you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so yeah i think silence is probably not good in general so communication is key but Mm -hmm. communication doesn't have to be this uh really really you know complicated thing necessarily mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, d- I totally agree with that and so before we um go on to the connection i really want to list some like type of relationship slash connections we have with people and i found a grouping that i really liked and it's according to better health channel and it says that there are three types of connections that we can have with people right it says intimate connections relational connections and then collective connections and so it says that you know the intimate collections are the kind of connections we have with people we love and care for you know our family our closest friends right and then for our relational connections it's with people who we see regularly and we have like a kind of shared interest with you know our course mates are people we let's say grab a meal with in the dining you know people like that and then collective connections people were probably in a group with you know maybe csa people you know through a a particular group um for csa i mean christian association Mm -hmm. people 
you see in that group you may not know them one on one but you kind yeah, of yeah, know yeah, them yeah. because of the group right definitely and just like you were saying about understanding um healthy relationships even for the people that are not your closest friends mm-hmm. i was thinking of this category too because even for people that are under your collective connections having a healthy relationship with them yeah. is still important i don't think that just because yeah. they're not your closest friends they don't you don't deserve to have a healthy relationship with them Yeah, I totally agree. Um yeah, I mean it's kind of related to what I was saying earlier, isn't it? That people that you don't see every day and they might not consider to be in uh your closest friend group. Mhm. Still you have to maintain a healthy relationship, you know. Yeah. They're still human and uh <laughs> you have to treat them with, you know, respect mm-hmm. and uh honesty mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, so I yeah. agree. Yes. Great. So now that we've establish you know those kind of connections i want you as you're listening to kind of place people into those categories in quotes i'm saying in quotes right because i feel like these categories um, some people might not fall into one particular one you know you're like is this person a close friend or are they under relational connections but just for the purpose of this um, episode just try to place them so that you can like really understand what we're talking about when we refer to certain things right and it can help you after you're done listening and you want to reflect on like action points to take you know and now we want to talk about the connections um with our health so yeah. we've established okay what does a healthy relationship look like for yeah, us yeah. and what what categories do we have right yeah, yeah. but now to the main topic what are the connections with our health and it's interesting that some of these things are like very obvious but some of them are not right and the mm. first one here on my list is um, sleep patterns right and so our our relationships can really affect our our sleeping you might not realize at first but let's say your relationship with the person you you sleep with your roommate yeah. right if you're having let's say a strenuous relationship with them yeah you might feel like uncomfortable in the room yeah, and you yeah. might feel like stressed and mm. so whenever you're there it's hard for you to fall asleep quickly yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. want to like wake up very early so you can leave you know mm. and so it's something that you might not think of but relationships like that can affect your sleeping pattern let's say even you're with your family Yeah. But then your sibling is always arguing with you, right? Mm. You're not on the same level and then it's yeah. like in the room you just want to like zone out, you just want to sleep and you want to wake up and leave. Those are ways our close relationships can affect our sleep patterns. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I think uh yeah, it can happen. You know that obviously sometimes your roommate may not have the same life schedule as you. Yes. And in fact, in my case I often do because You know, I go to sleep fairly early and I wake up fairly early and that's pretty rare as an undergraduate, meaning that I have to have a different life rhythm to other people. But at the same time, you know, as as long as you communicate and as long as you have those conversations and maybe sometimes you have to tell them to be quiet, you know. Mm-hmm. Not very comfortable, but as long as they're, you know, good enough people, they'll be willing to comply with your schedule and uh, be quiet and uh, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think having that decent relationship, having that communication allows you to lead kind of a more healthy lifestyle, doesn't it? Because it allows you to sleep more yes. and allows you to follow your own rhythms in in life. So, yeah, I agree. 
And then the next one on my list is substance use mm. or substance abuse, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that sometimes we don't we may say, "Oh, yeah, I know that I don't take this substance," right? Yeah. But then it might just be because you haven't been confronted with a situation whereby like someone close to you doesn't take it, right? Yeah. And so it's very important to know that our relationships can affect whether we use or misuse, you know, substances, mm. right? If you're you're staying with this person who uses this particular drug, right? Mm. And you don't use it. But yeah. then you do, you might realize that after a few weeks, you might become tolerant to them using it. And then yeah. as time goes on, they might like ask you to want to try it. And you might first of all refuse. But later on, you might be willing to try it yourself. Yeah. But also, the flip side is, you might be someone who uses sub- the substances, right? Mm. And then you might have a, a roommate who is very disciplined or that yeah. family member who really wants to help you. And then they can really show you how that substance is affecting you, right? Mm. And it help you become a better version of yourself. Yeah. So, your relationships can make or break you, literally, right? Yeah. They can help you maybe let go of things that yeah. are harmful to you yeah. or they can introduce you to things that are harmful to you just in the case of substance use. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, in my family, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this, my mother, you know, is a, is a smoker and she used to smoke cigarettes. Now she kind of does electronic cigarettes, so I guess they're less unhealthy, I think. But yeah, it's really I think essentially the family, the children who kind of encourage her to stop um, smoking actual mm-hmm. cigarettes, you know, so that she can have a better lifestyle, I guess, and uh, so that she can spend time with her grandkids, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, I think relationships can, I guess, in that case, improve uh, one's health. And yeah, you know, if you're a smoker and stuff like that, you know, having the secondhand smoke can also yeah. worsen the health of the people around you. So, yeah, there is a real serious uh, effect. Wow. Thank you for sharing, Alex. Thank you. I think what you said is something that probably a lot of people can relate to, right? It might not even be like smoking. It might be different things. It can even be eating, you know, like the eating lifestyle that maybe um, the person you're staying with has can influence your own eating lifestyle, right? So, I think it's... I think what you said is really important. Super, super true. I mean, you know, if you live in a roommate situation, your roommates can bring in different snacks. You know yeah. What I mean? And the snacks just remain in your room. Yeah. And if there is food in your room, you're just tempted to eat it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just human nature, I guess. Um, roommates can be, um, roommates are obviously a great blessing, but at the same time, you got to be careful with uh, food and uh, just the general habits, I guess, you know, because mm-hmm. they can transfer to you in some ways Mm -hmm. which leads us very nicely to the third thing on my list which is weight gain slash Uh weight loss right right and for you do you have like any experiences with how like the people around us can influence whether you like how maybe you eat and how that influences your weight gain or whether you like eat healthy and then your weight remains like pretty stable throughout yeah, I mean, I don't know if I have personal experience, but in a good way, I don't know if I'm about to talk about this right now, but, you know, your roommates, for example, 
if they are into fitness and they go to the gym a lot, right, and they invite you to go to the gym with them, that can maybe improve your health based, and that's a relationship based thing, isn't it? Yes. Like your roommate's kind of influencing you to go out more and lift some weights or whatever. So maybe you can actually gain muscle from having good relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what you said reminded me of the episode with Daniel. Yeah, because Daniel spoke about how it's Daniel. <laughs> okay, this is really funny because Daniel is Alex's roommate, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, if you guys remember the episode from October that I did with Daniel, he spoke about sometimes going to the gym with his roommates. Yeah, and what you said. Fitting really nicely because you are one of the roommates. That is me. <laughs> Although, I mean, yeah, I don't really go as often as my other roommate, Mohammed, but yeah, occasionally, you know, mm-hmm. it's good to go as a group, you know? Yes. Um, and we're all getting healthy together. So I guess that's, that's good. Yeah, that is good. That is really good. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. But honestly, just leading nicely from each point to the other Amazing. because another point on my list is fitness you right. know super important super important and yeah. you've spoken about that how yeah your roommates might be this person who takes fitness yeah. very seriously yeah. and then you're like i really want to do this too yeah or you might be the kind of person who is really into fitness and then maybe the your your sibling yeah. or your entire family is not into that yeah and then you, you don't have any motivation to continue you know yeah, no yeah, one yeah. to work with mm. to the gym yeah. or maybe if you're working out at home you're getting really weird stares like what are you doing yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like why are you working out today like yeah. that or like your siblings are like laughing or maybe you know it's like you feel uh, very demotivated yeah, yeah, to definitely. continue working out right definitely, definitely. so i think that even in the area of fitness, our relationships mm-hmm. play um, a big role. And yeah. I want to, I also want to say that we've been talking about intimate like connections, right? Mm-hmm. But even for like people we see um, regularly, our relational connections, they mm-hmm. can even affect like our fitness, for example, because mm-hmm. they can be part of our accountability partners. Mm-hmm. So maybe nobody in your immediate group is yeah. a, as big on fitness as you are yeah but then if you have a really healthy um relationship with someone under the relational um category yeah. you can be like oh do you want to be my accountability partner yeah. and i think that maybe because they are not so close and both of your accountability partners yeah. you can really try to be more accountable to this person you know yeah. because you don't want to let them down very in true. a way right yeah that's a very good point i think yeah i mean kind of related i guess i mean you know ruth and i kind of go back in terms of health journeys (laughs) but i mean you know first year for example i think in some ways i was kind of the accountability partner for your like sleep schedule you know what i'm saying yes oh my goodness uh, yes well i don't know if it was like we agreed upon that or if i was just asking you no i think you were just asking me (laughs) all the time what time did you go to bed but yeah i think that's probably does help you know Mm -hmm. if you have someone that you don't want to disappoint you know Mm -hmm. um i think you do do things and uh yeah it's just good to not be on your own i guess in those situations yes but yeah now it's time for you to grow up <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness alex what <laughs> wow do you guys hear that alex just abandoned me publicly 
Uh, but that's can, okay. You can do it by yourself. <laughs> I think. Yes. Th- this is like, this is so personal because this is so personal and so close to both of us because, yes, last year, especially early last year, Alex will always ask me like, what time did you go to bed? What time did you wake up? Yeah. And then all those days where I would sleep for like five hours, Alex would be like, what? Right? Unbelievable. Yeah. How can you do that? Yes, exactly how he would exclaim. So, yes, it's really important to have people that you can be accountable to, whether or not they are, you know, part of your intimate connections or even just relational connections, even though you don't know them super, super well. And even if they are under the collective connections category, mm. because, for example, if you're in a big fitness group, right, yeah. there might be, you can get paired with someone else who is on that, like, group, right? Mm-hmm. And if you have a healthy relationship with them, yeah. they can also keep you accountable. So now, maybe it's just because you guys go to the the gym together under the same umbrella mm-hmm. of maybe a, a fitness group, right? Yeah. That person can also help you. Definitely. So it's really important that in all these categories, we're finding which one works for us at what point we are in our lives, right? Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Totally so that, agree. that's really important. And then we're going to talk about blood pressure. Oh. Mm-hmm. I wish we had more time to go into the science of all of this, but mm-hmm. yes, our relationships can affect our like blood pressure, you know, when Indeed. you're feeling anxious when yeah. you're feeling stressed yeah. because of a oh, bad yeah. um, living situation or yeah. bad um, situation with maybe that course mate or that um, boss or professor, yeah. you know, that can really influence can indeed. your blood pressure. Yeah. And your physical health in general as well, right? Yes. I mean, blood pressure, I don't really know too much about science. You know, I'm a humanities guy, but... You know, I think it's linked to stress and all that kind of stuff, isn't yes. it? And, uh, you know, I think if you do have a bad relationship or a troubled relationship, I think it can make you stressed. Mm-hmm. As as we all know, you know, I mean, stress can lead to many, many effects. It can lead to, uh, I don't know, bad eating habits. Yes. It can lead to breakouts. Very bad. <laughs> well, not very bad, you know. Um, I have them. And uh, it can be bad. But, and it can lead to other... You know, physical ailments as well. Yes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think the relationships really do have a pretty clear effect upon Mm -hmm. your physical health. Yes. And so, we're moving nicely from physical health to mental health. And just like Alex mentioned a few seconds ago, when we're talking about blood pressure and physical health in general... Our relationships can influence our mental health in terms of, you know, anxiety Mm. or depression or panic attacks. Because when we are in unfavorable relationships situations, right, Mm. it kind of increases our cortisol um, hormone levels. And cortisol is this... This hormone that is associated with stress. Okay. Right? And so when you're you're in this relationship where you're always arguing with this co-worker every yeah. time, your brain kind of associates, let's say, work and that co-worker with wow. stress. So like, it feels like the moment you step into that building, yeah. your cortisol levels just start increasing wow. because you just start feeling stressed, right? Wow. And then it can give you anxiety. Let's say it's wow. your boss, for example. Yeah. Let's say your boss is someone that you just don't get along with, yeah. right? And so the moment you see them, 
right? You yeah. the moment you see that your boss, your cortisol level starts to increase, and you're feeling very stressed, and you're wow. not as productive, and then it affects your sleeping pattern. So it's very intertwined, right? Wow. Very inspiring, and very uh, yeah. I mean, I'm learning a lot just sitting here. Yeah, the association between uh, a place and uh, yeah, how you feel about it, and mm-hmm. you know, they, I totally agree with mm-hmm. everything you just said. Yeah, thank the, you for the insight. Yes, those things are really, really important. So it's very important that we're constantly evaluating how our relationships are affecting, you know, our mental health. Like, are you feeling anxious every time you see this person? Mm-hmm. Are you feeling anxious every time you have a meeting with this coworker? You yeah, know, yeah. like why? Why is that happening? It's really mm. important for us to be constantly evaluating that, and it's really important to know that. In different seasons, people might be affecting our health in different ways. Mm-hmm. Maybe a big project is coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of maybe causing you to do things differently and then putting a strain on this relationship and then it's in, f- in turn affecting your health in certain ways, right? Yeah. That's why we can't say that, oh, we are, we are go- only going to evaluate, let's say, at the beginning of the year and not evaluate again throughout the yes, rest of the year because yeah. things change as the Definitely. year goes on, right? So it's Definitely. important to keep on evaluating as we go about the year, like in three months, in two months, in maybe a few weeks, depending on how yeah. much your life changes as you go on, right? So yeah. I think that is very important. I totally agree. So now we are going to go to tips for improving oh. our relationships you oh. know i feel like that's a good way to end this 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 episode yeah you know? I totally like agree. okay we've seen how our relationships affect our health and by the way these are just a few points you know the, the list is inexhaustible but for the sake of time we're leaving it to these two categories physical and mental health and um yes we really want to talk about so how can we improve our relationships what are some of the little things we can do that can help us enhance the quality of our relationships you have some to share with us alex yeah i would say i mean this is going to sound very very um cliched and you know whatever but yeah really discussion and communication is very important i think sometimes it can be pretty uncomfortable to be honest with you Mm -hmm. um because it's just so much easier not to just say anything you know what i mean and just um allow the time to pass and you know you know, the tension to kind of continue. But once you talk about it with the person, I think it gets much better. Mm-hmm. And at least um, you can, you know, make compromises and set boundaries and go from there, you know. It's much easier to deal with an issue when you realize that there is an issue. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And uh, so, yeah, communication, I would say, is um, very important. But also, yeah, you know, I think sometimes to realize that, you know, you can't really... Be best friends with everybody. You yeah, know what I mean? that's true. And to realize that people have different types of people that they can get along really well with. So I don't think you know trying to be best friends with everybody is a good idea. I don't think it's. I don't think it is. And uh, I think you got to realize that at some point you got to accept that you know maybe this person, this person, you know, though I respect him and like him and or her, you know, we can't be best friends. I mean, that's all right. In my view, you know what I mean. It does happen. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some stuff. Those are pretty good points. And mm-hmm. then another thing I was thinking about was putting in the work is very important. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
I feel like there's a lot of intentionality with yeah. growing a healthy relationship. It doesn't just happen, you know. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah it's something that is built over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you really want to have a healthier relationship with your sibling. Mm-hmm. You have to try to make it happen. Right? Definitely, definitely. You want to have a healthier relationship with that coworker. You have to try to make it happen. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes it may not be easy, and they may not be willing to reciprocate the energy, and just like. Alex said you might you might get to realize that hmm, maybe I have to move on right yeah. to another person. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's really important to put in the work. Exactly. But then while you're putting in the work and you're trying to build this healthy relationship, it's also important to set and respect boundaries. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I definitely agree with that one. You know, um, it's very kind of I don't want to get too personal, like I said, but I mean, yeah, I think especially with roommates, you know, that's very mm-hmm. important. You know, you're living in the same space, um, you know, sipping the same air, so you do need to have different uh, rules and stuff that you can agree with. Yeah, you know, both of you guys, and uh, so yeah, I think boundaries are very important. You know, bedtimes, whatever, visitors after a certain time. I think yeah. those things are very important because ultimately, you know. In a relationship like that, compromise is very important, you know. Yes. Two actors in the relationship. And if, uh, yeah, one's saying what they want, you know, the other one is probably not too happy. So, yeah, with that kind of stuff, it's important. But also, you know, even with family, I think boundaries are things that you can have, you know. I think, for example, at least for me, I, you know, I can't really be with family the whole... I mean, I don't think I can be with anybody for ever. I mean, not... <laughs> that sounds kind of pessimistic. But... I don't think I can be with a certain person for 24 hours straight, is yes. what I'm saying, you know what I mean? You know, time spent alone is pretty important, you know. Sometimes you need to just be alone and not be with people at some time. Mm. So I think, yeah, having that kind of boundary and accepting that, you know, just because you want to be alone sometimes doesn't mean that, you know, you're being a bad family member, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And uh, it actually probably makes you a better family member because you're more grateful and uh yeah about the time that you have with that family member you know yeah so i think those kind of boundaries are pretty important Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, they really they really are important and i was also thinking of with boundaries can come disagreements and so Mm -hmm. it's important to walk through disagreements like when disagreements arise it's important not to just let them sit right but try to walk through them to say okay what why did this happen and how can we make it better and oh um does this um make you feel this way does this make you feel that way yeah having those kind of discussions can be really helpful right and then it can help you to in fact it can help you to even build the relationship to an extent you might not have been able to build it without that disagreement, right? Mm. Because with that disagreement could come a certain level of vulnerability yeah. and then intimacy and trust yeah. because you you know that with this person, even if I have a disagreement, we can talk through it. It's not something that is going to just slide, right? We're going to be open about it and talk about it. Exactly. So I think that with boundaries comes disagreement, but then it's important to able to talk through those disagreements i definitely agree and yeah as you said it can improve the relationship yes to have uh, that discussion and to yeah discuss why the tension exists and all that kind of stuff so i Mm -hmm. totally agree with you yeah and then the last tip on our list would be 
to be flexible. I know that's interesting, right? Uh-huh. To make co- some compromises. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. far, it's not harming you, you know. So far, mm. it's not something that is bad for your health, right? Mm. Maybe, um, maybe your your roommate is someone who sleeps at ten. That yeah. they really have to sleep at ten. But you're someone who sleeps at twelve. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily have to go to bed at ten, yeah. right? But you can choose to not be noisy. Exactly. Once your roommate has gone to bed, right? Exactly, yeah. So, um, your roommate goes to bed at 10. So, maybe instead of studying or watching a video in the room, watch it, like, in yeah, your, yeah. like, living room or in your common room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, be more flexible because you know that, okay, you want to respect this person's, like, lifestyle of sleeping earlier, right? Yeah. So, far, it's not, like, something, let's say, substance abuse, right? We're not yeah. saying, like, tolerate that. Um, just because you want, you don't want to create tension. In yeah. those kind of cases, you have to like set boundaries and be like, "This thing is harmful to yeah, me, right?" Yeah, yeah. But in other cases where it's like, okay, it's like a lifestyle thing. Like when your roommate sleeps, it's important to be flexible and to try to make some compromises to help the other person. I totally agree. And a compromise even is something you have to make in the next morning as well, because you know, obviously, that person makes a compromise by. Going out of the room and studying in the living room or whatever, mm-hmm. but in the morning, you wake up earlier, so you have to make a compromise by being silent yes. as you leave the room and get ready. You know, so mm-hmm. compromise I think works both ways ultimately, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, necessary for sure. Yeah, so yeah. amazing. We hope that as you go on this year, you keep on thinking of how your relationships might be affecting your health. You know, whether it's your intimate. Like relationships, your intimate connections, such as with your family and your closest friends, or if it's your relational connections or collective connections, people you share a group with, people um, you are affiliated with because of a certain membership or anything, um, it's important that you're constantly evaluating how these relationships might be affecting your health. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Alex, for joining me on the podcast today. Of course, of course. I'm glad that you can make it, and I'm glad that we could have this discussion. Yeah. And so, guys, don't forget to share to other people you know would find this useful, and drop a comment for us on our pages or send us an email um, if you have any thoughts at all. Mm -hmm. Thank you again for joining us. We will see you guys next time. Bye. See you soon.